This episode is brought to you by Zeratech Software Development. Are you a company whose commitment to excellence demands effective software tools? Let the team at Zeratech Software Development help build or enhance your technological systems with mobile, web, and backend solutions. You can find them at zeratech.com. That's X-E-R-A-T-E-C.com. Hey guys, today on the podcast, I sat down and chatted with Eric Yilatello. Eric is a, uh, a relative of mine. Uh, we've crossed paths uh, several times throughout the years, uh, but crossed paths the other day and said, hey, we should get together. He's interested in some of this technology stuff, the podcast stuff, and thought it'd be interesting to just come check it out. Uh, we got into his backstory of hockey, uh, kind of a pretty crazy story, how he got back into hockey at somewhat of a eight later age or left it for a bit and got back into it. Um, also talked through some of the struggles that he's gone through, through some lifestyle choices. Uh, so it's interesting to hear about that. And I appreciate him being open and vulnerable and willing to, to just get into some of that stuff. So um, I, I enjoyed catching up with Eric and I hope you guys enjoy this one as well. Welcome to the Obsessed Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Herkus. In this podcast, we get to meet and hear from folks who are obsessed with a wide array of interesting endeavors. We dive into some awesome stories and look at the mindsets and the psychology of those who are obsessed. Let's go. Which we can get into, and I think we will later, but I do want to get actually back to um, the foundation of hockey. And you said one of the things that you're interested in is helping young kids uh, really just see themselves as, as their maximum potential or however you want to put it right, really just go play with a lot of confidence and enjoy the game versus the other way yeah. of, of lower confidence, whatever else you said as a, as a kid, you didn't necessarily have that from a, a mentor or nothing to push you. How did yeah. that, how did that affect you playing? And I guess I'm curious um, eventually to what hockey was prior to like high school levels and stuff like that. But yeah, how did that affect you playing that not having that, that high confidence? Yeah, I would say that affected me a lot looking back, just not trusting my skills and I feel like definitely could have, yeah, been better. I mm-hmm. definitely could have put in more work like weight-wise, but yeah, or like weight training and that's all part of a kid though, trying to figure it out, you know, right. I was into ripping around buddies, doing cheeseburgers, mm-hmm. McChickens, but I don't know, I just even having like as I get older, as I'm now I'm 28, like I want to tell people like you play the only way good way to play the game is believing you can, you got to work hard and, you know, play smart, but yeah, every, you have to believe you can do it and play like every shift with max confidence. Mistakes are going to happen. Yeah. How did you get to that point just through hard work or did you have somebody that influenced you or how did you get to the point where you said, Hey, uh, basically yeah. I would say it's just a lot of me just listening to like I have been listen I listen to a lot of motivational videos and just day after day uh-huh. trying to just you know eventually you start believing yourself. Right. You had given me some of your backstory how you had after high school you went playing Bismarck for a little bit came home and then took a few years off or how long did you take off before yeah, you I went took play three again? seasons off. Yeah. And that's unreal to me. The fact that you can, again, it's very untraditional. Take some time off. Uh, when you, when you yeah. left Bismarck, were you done with hockey? Like in your head, were you like, no, I'm done? Uh, uh, or I did you think you'd go back? I didn't really know at the time, I guess. Okay. Like I said, I was just really 
like through high school, I mean, I got that one season in, um, through high school. Yeah. I didn't even like think about playing like juniors or didn't really even know much about it. Like, to be honest, Mm -hmm. I knew like division one and like be cool, but never really thought like, okay, I could go do that. Right. But yeah. Um, so I'm trying to mind blank here. No, no. I'm curious. Okay. I just want to know how long you were out, but then I, I guess I think it's super cool how you can be out of it and then go back into it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm talking, like I celebrated some uh, people that go to school later in life or yeah, something where you think it's, it's out of your picture and all of a sudden you're getting back into it. I think that's a brave thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's uh definitely it's unique. Um, just something that I guess like that popped up, like, I don't know. It just all of a sudden felt like the energy had to go towards that and start mm-hmm. I wanted to go try it out at least for sure, like see what the lifestyle is all about and we'll try it out. Right. And right. you only get, you're only getting older. So you gotta, yeah. And looking back, I'm glad I great experiences. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, some components of it maybe led you down a path that you don't want to be on. Right. Yeah. Which we'll talk about later, but I don't think it's healthy to look at or like I'm saying, you could look back at that and say, I should have never done that because look at where it, look at this part of it. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I think, it, I don't think it's healthy to look back and say, I should have never done that. But look at all the positive that came from it. Also, yeah, you don't, you're not positive for sure. Yeah. And you're not 35, you're not 35 looking back saying, Matt, I should have, I should have went and I did that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like now you'll know. Right? Yeah. I mean, COVID kind of shut you off. Had that taste. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. go yeah, ahead. Co- or just, yeah. COVID shutting it down and then getting home and I don't know, realizing, you know, it's not a, not a terrible life. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to, I'm realizing too, with my old age or like the older I get just content and, you know, being, you don't have to do anything, I guess, too crazy, but right. you can live a good life. Mm-hmm. Just hanging out, chatting with people. You, you enjoy chatting, right. Being around loved ones. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad life. No, not at all. There's a beauty in a simple life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what was hockey for you initially? Like even just fitting the theme of the Obsessed podcast, like hockey is a big part of your world. Was it since age two, age three? Like was hockey everything growing up or what was it like? No, like, I mean, love hockey. Yeah. Played hockey a ton. Right. Not everything though. Okay. I, I enjoy a lot of things. Yeah. I enjoy, yeah, like... I would say that's the thing about is I enjoy, I enjoy like most sports, mm-hmm. play random, all sorts of sports. Right. Enjoy music. There's so much I enjoy. I just enjoy, like in Minnesota, we play a lot of outdoor hockey. Mm-hmm. Like you get some pretty crispy ranks, a lot of buddies out there. It's just fun. Right. Um, so then I'm curious again that you said that you didn't necessarily play with max confidence, but somehow you're able to find that later in life. Yeah. And that's what led you back to, you went and played for, what was the timeline? How long did you play? Was it in the ECHL? You, you went and played? Yeah. I, I started in the ECHL. I'm in the SPHL. Actually my first year was ECHL. Then I actually went overseas to Austria. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, quite the experience yeah how long was this whole how long was your last stint in hockey um covid uh 
Well, so I started in, it's crazy how quick time goes. Yeah. Started in like four years ago. Okay. Or four or five years ago. I played like three seasons. Mm-hmm. I could look, could look it up, but. Okay. It was like, yeah, a couple of years. Two or three seasons or so. Yeah, like three seasons of, yeah, bouncing around, trying to find somewhere to stick. Right. Get a good shot. Yeah. But, and, yeah, it was uh, definitely a good experience. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, What's that, what's that environment like? I, I'm not familiar enough with those leagues. Like, is that a league where then – or, like, what's the step above that, uh, the leagues that you're in? And then what kind of – It goes, like, the NHL – AHL, ECHL, SPHL. Okay. And there's a lot of teams overseas. Okay. And yeah, so I played 17, 18 is when I made Kalamazoo. Okay. So yeah, that year I Kalamazoo, and I actually went up to Canada in mm-hmm. the ECHL for like a month. Then I went over to Austria right mm. before Christmas. Mm hmm. Uh, and the Austria League is just its own thing, like totally, or is it uh, equivalent to the ECHL? Again, I'm I'm pretty unfamiliar. I mean, with. it's it's pretty, say, pretty close. It's uh, yeah, it's there's there's a lot of leagues overseas. Like okay, it's like the Hungarian Ersta Liga. It's like the Hung. There's a lot, yeah, a lot of leagues. Mm-hmm. And uh, how how long did you play in Austria? Um, a few months. A few months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good. Uh, took a while to get adjusted over there, but yeah. What was that feeling like then? That to, you went from like some people calling you crazy that you're gonna go try out for the K Wings or whatever it was, right? Uh, and then making it. Yeah. And then and then playing and then playing in Austria. What was that? What's that was experience like? The was it pretty crazy? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, I remember like the first couple games, looking over like warm ups just buzzing around like there's some big boys out there (laughs) (laughs) big beards i mean it's it's a little intimidating but yeah definitely it was i don't know it was a world is uh it was just kind of crazy really yeah like looking back it's just also also i was there and doing that did it uh, i'm unfamiliar i played high school sports right so i never made it beyond that anywhere um was it did you feel like you fit in pretty quickly? Like my experience with sports, as soon as a game starts, it's like, okay, I'm here, I'm flowing, I'm playing, and it's no problem, right? Yeah. Is that how it felt for you too, or did it feel like you were a, a way different thing? No, I I mean, I definitely, I felt like like I belonged. I just was not as, like, I was never really touched weights or much, so I was definitely, like, not definitely needed some like strengthen up and add some meat in my bones i definitely wasn't strong yeah. out there it's a heavy game mm-hmm. yeah and it's just a new game you know like contact and right but yeah overall felt i mean you just get in the you get in the mode you know once game once you're in the game your your mind's just go i mean it's just in the game mode you're mm-hmm. That's what I'm curious. Whatever happens, happens. I, yeah, I, yeah, but it overall felt pretty good. Just definitely needed strength, and yeah, can notice that for sure. Right. Um, but still, it just seems kind of crazy. Maybe it wasn't that crazy, but to go from hey, I'm out of hockey, 
three years later, a year and a half later, you're going to get back into it. Um, <clears throat> maybe have doubts yourself on if you even can make it and then you make it. It just feels like it'd be a surreal moment. Yeah. To know you, now you made it and almost like, Hey, I showed you guys. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know. I was just kind of curious and yeah. Chasing experiences, I guess. Yeah. Um, seeing, trying new things out and I guess chasing a passion for something I've ha- I've had. Yeah. Did you make it to any type of playoff situations or anything like that or? No, actually, uh, in Austria, we needed, uh, we needed, we were making a fun late push. Mm-hmm. Their season starts, they start before over here in America. So like we needed to win our last game and it was one, one and ended up this other, other team scored with 30 seconds left to oh, us from playoffs. Right. So that was, that was frustrating, but yeah, yeah never, I guess n- never experienced any, uh, fun playoff games. Right which would have been cool to experience. Yeah. And what are the crowds like at these places? Like, again, it must depend on who you're playing sometimes, but you get some yeah. pretty packed crowds or like, not? um, yeah, like in, uh, not really over in Austria, some crowds actually the first game over in Austria would, it was an away game. Yeah. Jumped on a bus with a bunch of guys who don't speak my language. Yeah. Like quite a bit, like 12 hours, but that game was cool. It was like an old barn. There's seats on old, and they the fans they literally just like it was like a soccer stadium. Like they chanted like the whole game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Right. I have never experienced that, and it was just I don't know. It was, it was just cool. Like you just got guys yelling, right. waving stuff is kind of cool. Huh. Did you? Uh, were you the only American there? Oh, uh, there's my roommate was an American, so that. That was actually huge. He okay. he was into touring and stuff too, so he got me out on a lot of seen. I probably seen a lot more because of him. Yeah, um, and but otherwise, like the not much English speaking pe- people around you then, eh? No. Yeah, I remember even just like one game in Austria. There was like a big late scrap, like in front of the, the benches, and like fans were like right on top of the. So they're just like yelling and yeah yelling uh like in german like <laughs> like other guys on our team are yelling like i have no clue what's going on yeah how'd you communicate with just, your teammates i was just like yeah yeah f you or, yeah. Like, just i don't know it's kind of funny people right. just yelling like film um a lot of them could speak english okay but like film film like when we're watching film and stuff like coach would speak in german unless he was like talking talking to me yeah he'd speak in english but it's just so like a lot of times i just sit there lost and watch the watch the screen mm-hmm. it's just kind of like interesting to hear it's they talk just like yeah so it's kind of funny like you could tell like when the coach would be yelling at like right. and the, <laughs> like guys were looking at him because i could tell like on the film like who he's who he's chewing out right he's just going off and then yeah yeah player response it's kind of i don't know this is unique experience yeah that's crazy i mean i could even just picture like you said you're sitting on a bus going across this countryside you've never been in what was the landscape like there was it pretty wild uh i don't know austria's austria's land like outside of the i was in vienna austria yeah they actually like started like it's cool cool landscape there's like some mountains like the swiss alps it starts Mm -hmm. like in austria so a guy got out like that way a bit 
I don't know, pretty cool. Like going, we went, yeah, went to Romania. So like that was that was a far bus trip. Yeah, it was just kind of like far. Yeah, I wish I took like more videos and photos and yeah. Like Romania was just seemed like a big farm, hilly kind of farm. It seemed kind of cool, just <laughs> random, right? Yeah, kind of crazy, eh? That, uh, I enjoy traveling and doing that kind of stuff. So I just picture myself having a lot of fun over there. Like, what on earth? Like, I'm over here playing hockey. Yeah, yeah. It was like, like looking back is just is so cool. Like, yeah. cool exp- Vienna is just it's the city is just like not none other. Like the buildings, old churches. Huh. Like I don't know if you know any like streets are just cool old historic buildings like some of the churches over there are insane like detail and right and they're from hundreds and hundreds hundreds yeah like i'm people they tell stories like people would be working on these churches like their whole life and they they wouldn't complete it before they die right that's how long they took to build and yeah they're just huge and so detailed it's crazy Hmm. yeah that's crazy Forrester Research interviewed 206 senior technology leaders in major organizations responsible for software development sourcing. 63% said their software development service partners do not have a full understanding of their end customer. If you're dead serious about moving faster and getting more done, Zeratech Software Development can help you move forward with confidence. Let the team at Zeratech Software Development help solve your problems with mobile, web, and backend solutions. As they align with their clients, they use a proven method to understand the scope of the problem and help demystify the steps to make it go away. They will deliver the software solution you need, and they do it with the integrity that you'd expect from a family-owned business in the heartland of America. Schedule a call with the team at Zeratech today at zeratech.com. That's X-E-R-A-T-E-C.com. Did you, through that process, like we're talking about how you would potentially have a draw or you have an interest in helping uh, younger hockey players like achieve their potential. That's a, that's a cheesy way to say it, but like just play with confidence and loose, right? I mean, there's a huge benefit in that. Yeah. Um, did you feel that within you at all through that process, like playing in these upper levels? Did you feel like you're, you, you were loose or you're tight or were you? Uh, I feel like I could have been better on playing with more I mean some days would be better than others yeah but I feel like I could have been better playing bet with better confidence and trust mm-hmm. trusting more yeah it's probably is that's kind of like the thing though like the more games you play yeah that's like a thing you really figure out right become more comfortable and realize that the game or game more and got a little more time than you think and yeah yeah become more of an a uh, like a flow state right where you're yeah. just playing versus thinking about what you have to do uh-huh yeah. And like, think of really just knowing you can and like thinking of like good stuff instead of like always thinking of negative and maybe doubting your game. Yeah. Think of positivity and yeah. Do you ever do like, or have you heard of like visualization? Like, uh, yeah, I, have you, I, have you done that at all? Not a ton. Or you, do you think it's valuable or does it seem cheesy? I or think, it, I think it would be valuable. Yeah. Like picture your even just like picturing yourself looking on the ice, like go if you're like on the ice, looking on the ice before the game, just picturing mm-hmm. like picturing things that could happen. Like, okay, right. I'm gonna come down this wall and yeah. maybe rifle and home. 
Right. My old, uh, one of my old high school teachers used to talk about, she was the basketball coach and she, I swear she'd talk about visualization a lot. And it'd be like, you know, before the game, the basketball game the next day, picture yourself making a hundred free throws in a row and you'll shoot way better the next day or whatever. Right? Yeah. I think that, I think that's a common thing. I, I, I can totally see that working. Yeah. Or like for me, I actually, I literally did this last night. I was like, I don't golf much anymore, just way too much on the plate, or that's an excuse, right? But picturing, like, the next time I go to golf, my drive is just picturing it going straight, you yeah. know, right down the pipe, you know? Like yeah. it's, it feels like there's some value there. Like, when you go there, like, you expect to see what you've been visualizing for, for how sure. Long, right? For um, sure. I'd say there's, for sure, that's that's a thing. Yeah. Or I wonder how much that is talked about on a young level. Probably little to none, hey? Yeah. Probably little to none, for sure. Yeah. Or what do you, what do you think would be the best route to, or what would you enjoy teaching based upon what you've learned to different young kids that are playing hockey or coming up in the game? Um, well, thing I would preach every day is like the mindset, you know, of just believing and trusting your game and then doing like even every practice and every, basically every time you step on the ice, like try get something out of it you know like try and make it beneficial mm-hmm. like be in the moment and like i don't know i would like work on like when you're doing the drills like i remember back in my like you always like your mind would be racing thinking you got to like do all these drills like as quick as you can mm-hmm. but more just focusing on good body posture and body control and yeah doing it correctly without maximizing every push i guess on your skates and the speed will follow. Yeah. Yeah. Doing get the things, fundamentals down here. Doing, uh, yeah. Controlled, correct reps. Hmm. And with max confidence. Yeah. Right. Uh, and just becoming, um, doing more like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, like on the ice, just as a skater, like testing out outside edges that you're shaky on and mm-hmm. working on that. like focused work right right then over time it's just going to become a habit of just a routine of just kind of yeah robotic just right i don't know yeah no that makes sense uh you said that you would have an interest in coaching what do you do you like a high school level uh younger older what do you think someday i'm thinking coaching would definitely be fun it looks fun yeah definitely it'd be uh if a high school would be a fun, fun age to coach. Yeah. It's that age where, you know, there are people can help them going on in the future, just a life and right. Try to help them be the best hockey player they can be. Yeah. Right. No, and you can romanticize a lot of things and I've done that, but I naturally go that path. But I feel like in that role, like you said, you're teaching about life. It's way bigger than hockey, right? It's way bigger. It's, It's not even just about hockey. It's right just about everything yeah do you feel that like did you learn that or through the game of hockey or other sports do you feel like you can take that and apply that or even uh think through that those some of those lessons that you learned and apply that to current day life yeah i would say so for sure yeah just yeah i mean showing up and trying to be consistent of working hard and Mm -hmm. taking advantage of the resources you have Right. Every it comes back to the small steps, like, you know, of doing what you got with every day. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, and I'm curious if this relates to you. I feel like I've taken away a lot from sports, but like some of it's like that, 
fire within you to dig hard and work hard, right? Like you yeah. said, showing up, working hard, putting in the effort. Yeah. Um, and I feel like some of that comes from sports, like realizing like, holy crap, I just did that. I didn't even think I was able to. And yeah, realizing you're, sure. you're, you're capable of way more than you thought you were, right? Uh-huh. Um, but I've told this story and actually told the story to my old basketball coach on here where one time, again, I've told it before, but I'll say it again just to even put it here is like I was – playing basketball on a basketball team camp and i made a mistake like five times in a row and the yeah. coach like what's going on you know and each time i had an excuse for him eventually he stopped me he's like you're making an excuse for every time that you're messing up blaming it on somebody else whatever else like you need to take responsibility for your own actions and, yeah. and take some ownership you know yeah i was kind of taken aback and he's like he's right but i've thought about that 30 times since then yeah of like when i'm feeling down or in the dumps or whatever else it's like no everything in your life is your fault yeah nobody else is to blame for it yeah whatever so things like that that sports taught me that i don't think i would have without sports necessarily yeah for sure there's a lot of light there's a lot of lessons from sports yeah do you have Just, something similar do you have things similar that you um yeah or just like um even just like shifts like shifts out in the ice like you can come off like all of a sudden you have like two bad shifts or something yeah and just like the mental like on your in your mental mind state like it's weird how you got to learn how to control those like you can come out i'm trying to think like you can come off with a couple bad shifts or and you got to just i don't know like have the uh things like i guess like not everything's going to be smooth. Like some, some might be shifts might be great. Some might be bad. You just gotta, I don't know if that ties into life at all, but yeah. Um, just, I guess being able to forget about folk, basically just focusing on what you can do next. Yeah. Right. Versus yeah. Being focusing on what was in the past. Or yeah. Instead yeah. like hung up on the past and all of a sudden you're out there the next, you got to focus on what, you gotta, I guess, move on quick. Life mm-hmm. moves on quick, and that's there's always new opportunities to. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. When you did come back from playing, you said COVID shut your that season down. You came back. Yeah, we get into that story. But outside of some of those things, when you played hockey now with your friends back playing backyard or something like that, would could you tell or could they tell a significant increase in your game? I'm assuming from when you left to when you came back, or no. Um, I mean, I'm sure a bit. Yeah. Definitely feel like, yeah. I, I mean, just the more you play, really, you right. can, you can get better anywhere, really. Mm-hmm. On that, you can get, it's just how you push yourself. You can get better on the outdoor rink. You can get better playing. Obviously it helps a lot, like playing high comp, high competition and games. And that's right. what really makes you grow. Right. But Yeah even just like seeing like if you do a good consistent you know days months of where you are working and all of a sudden you see the improvement of like you see like okay like if you actually do do this for a bit like a while you know it becomes natural and Mm -hmm. you can see you can see growth and right i guess that's kind of addicting yeah for sure the you realize like you don't have i don't know, like you really patience in life is key i feel like mm-hmm. just people rushing and thinking you have to have everything figured out like i feel like almost i feel really young and feel like just getting started you just got to enjoy the journey right 
right patience is key you never know like what your calling is really try things yeah i felt that like people you you almost feel like you have this thing like you got to be like uh by this age yeah you gotta have this figured out and it's like you get there it's like whoa like maybe i don't know maybe not like i think you're right patience is the winner patience is the winner yeah that's what I've really been kind of actually practicing like lately in my life. Just patience. Yeah. Always thinking you have to be doing something or like feeling like, but like, I don't know. Patience. Yeah. Patience is a virtue. Right. Right. And obviously you could, I mean, there's many ways to look at things. You could argue the reverse side of like, Hey, you can't just sit back and wait for something to happen, but it's also like in, in its correct time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't sit there and do nothing. Right. But like, you don't have to do everything in one. T- yeah. Yeah. You got to find the happy medium of patience. Mm-hmm. You obviously got to be trending, trending where you want to go. Right. But ha- also knowing like things take time. Yeah, for sure. And then there's a lot of comparisons that you can go through. You can go out and find this 22 year old millionaire who's killing it. Yeah. And you're like, why ain't I figuring that out? And it's like, no, life is a, a 80 year battle, hundred year battle. Whatever, yeah. Right. It's or, a marathon or like a journey, too. whatever. Right. But yeah. And everyone just has their own path, you know, mm-hmm. like obviously that guy had a, the 22 year old that he made, he had that burning, you know, he wanted things when he was 16. Mm-hmm. Like he's a lot of things you guys have to work for it. You have to put in the time. Right. Right. The other thing too is like, what's your, what's the most important thing in your life? That's something I've been working through, not working through, but I, I see too, is like, you see people who are ultra successful and you're like, man, I, I'd love to have that, you know, like, yeah. man, what, what did that look like? Uh, or why can't I do that or whatever? And then you, you really dig behind the curtain and sure they're ultra successful in this category, but the other 80% of their life is in shambles. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, okay, what well, is that worth it? Yeah. You know? You, yeah. You truly can't judge a book by its cover you know like some people look like they got it all going on some people you know you you have to figure out what what works for you and what makes you content right with life right everyone's happiness looks different yeah and we had talked about prior to hopping on and then we hinted at it earlier but you said when you got back from covid um diving back into hockey right and that that path you got back from covid some parts of the hockey lifestyle didn't treat you well. Right. And you got back from COVID that you felt like that was a sign for you. Maybe like, Hey, maybe that's not the path that I should go down. Yeah. I guess partly just reevaluating the past, you know, three seasons, just looking over like a lot. It's a lot of fun, you know, getting up and going to the rink every day. Right. But yeah, just got back home and got around, you know, I come from the big family. just got her up back around loved ones and real like you not make a lot of you know it's not the a lot of the healthy lifestyle choices i guess when mm-hmm. I was looking back i'm like whoa okay maybe it's not bad i don't know being around trying to focus on cleaning things up you know mm-hmm. and, and we had talked about it again we can remove any part of this but i think it's yeah. worth getting into your story and you said mainly because maybe it'll help somebody, right? Like yeah. you, you have a fear and I, I have a fear of certain parts of this podcast, but out there, but you have a fear of like, Hey, what, what are people going to think if you're being vulnerable or being open? Right. Yeah. Um, but even talking about some of that, and again, we can remove this, but are you comfortable going into some of that? Like, yeah, no, you, I'm comfortable for sure. Okay. Uh, Things happen. It's happened to a lot of people. Right. And no, and I'm just saying like, uh, you had, you had, a again, the part of the lifestyle of hockey 
involved again the alcohol the parties the bars stuff like that or whatever it might be right yeah um and then that you eventually realize hey this isn't a friend of mine i need to get away from this um yeah and and it's a universal issue across the board right tons of people deal with this tons of people struggling and a lot of people can do it lightly and moderately and that seems to be fine but like for for a guy like you or i if we're gonna get into it we're gonna go hard yeah Um, only uh for some people there's only you know a lot of times once you dive in you're diving in right right. where it becomes not your friend and it's causing troubles yeah even just destroying mental and right it's just not it's not not worth time it's not worth energy right so um, if you ever, I don't know, anyone, whoever out there who ever has a thought of looks, looks like it could be fun. It's not worth it. Yeah. Especially if you have that addictive personality. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you have that addictive personality, like all it takes is that one sip. Right. Or that one, one, Nelson, you start, like you say, like when I, when I was telling you offline, I don't know, we can like when I had my first sip of alcohol and then it hit my body, like I've never felt that before in my life. Right. And then I end that's like something you chase. You end up chasing and kind of chasing it now for eight years. And you know, there's no, it's a lot of downhill, mm-hmm. a lot of negative energy. Right. Right. A lot of wasted time hurting a lot of people. Yeah. It's just a lot of unnecessary stress and, that you don't need in your life. Yeah. You realize just getting up and yeah, keeping it clean, just living on normal, clean, clean mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that kind of gets back to like what you said to the patients, right. Of like be better, a little bit better every day. Yeah. Uh, But also again, you, that like you said you have you've had this draw and again we can remove any portion of this if you're not comfortable you've had the draw of, of sharing some of this just to, hey maybe this will help somebody right no yeah like sure. yeah uh, somebody told me like what on earth is the point of going through struggle if you're not going to help somebody else yeah because you've gone through that struggle right yeah um is like yeah if you can you have the fear of putting it out there because just it's scary to be vulnerable it's scary to be open yeah um, but what are people going to think uh but yeah like the yeah, if you can help somebody not go down a path that yeah. didn't serve you well. Hopefully, yeah. Just uh, definitely def- definitely uh, double th- think your decision if you're thinking about getting into it or yeah. have that courage to maybe try it. It's, it's just definitely not worth it. Every time looking at all of it, yeah, it's just led to a lot of negativity and downward movement in my life. Mm-hmm to know that it's not my friend and a lot of people can handle it like you say but a lot of people who can't right right it can get hung up and it's, oh. it's a scary thing it's, it's like yeah. yeah straight straight poison really i think right i wonder what the uh percentage of people that can moderately handle things versus like are most people hardcore again i'm thinking sugar anything yeah, anything addictive right it's actually like, interesting is it yeah i don't know i just there's what would you say i'd have percentage to imagine of someone being like where they can hold off like you're saying like everything they're not addicted to like one no thing. no not, not even everything but like we say hey okay someone people can um dive into these things and just moderately do them right and yeah. i'm not that way if i'm having a sweet i want 
three of them, yeah. right? I want whatever. If I'm yeah. eating Oreos on a whole roll, whatever, you know, yeah. like <laughs> if I'm anything I'm into, I just like, you have that, that thing where you just don't have that off button unless yeah. you have a big reason, right. Or yeah. whatever. Right. But I'm just saying like what percentage of people have that discipline or on top of discipline, don't even have that strong urge or whatever. Like what, what, what percentage of people can dabble in these things without going all the way into them. Right. Cause yeah. there's obviously extremes and it's a scale, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's a curious, what would your guess be? I'd have to guess that oh, I have no idea. Right. Like, but like, like percentage of the people that can dab, like say like dabbling and drinking and then. Right. And then that's just a, a small part of the life. That's just I have no, 50%. I have no, I have no yeah, idea. I, right, would, but. I mean, I'd have to somewhere on there. Yeah. Yeah. It gets a lot of people for sure. Right. Even they're just certain. Yeah. Certain. Some people, you know, if you do it every day, it's, it's a little alarming. I'd say if you're at that stage, but right. Right. Yeah. Everyone's got their own things they're working through. Right. But it's just, again, that's something you're working with right now is just trying to say, Hey, this isn't a friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, let's get rid of this. But then also, Hey, maybe it's worth sharing that with people because it's a, a better path to go down and maybe you can help somebody else who's in that same mode. Hey. Yeah, for sure. That would be a, that'd be great. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Like, you know, since, since that first, first sip, of, or feeling that first buzz for the first time, and then chasing that, like, you think, like, here I am, like, still, I've, I'm mass improvement, but, like, you know, that, that stuff's, it's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just go away. Right. So it's, like, something that, you know, could be definitely something I, I'm going to, I'm going to beat and move on and start enjoying a healthy and healthy life. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely, it's definitely not going to be easy, I would say. Right. There's always going to be those times where you want to, it pops up, but all of a sudden it just, you know, could could call it you. It's never going to, it's always going to, it's always out there. Right. Right. So, yeah, just not worth it. Right. Not worth it at all. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, I mean, it's the, uh, I said this before, if I was into it, I know I, yeah for sure you're going all in you know yeah it's and a, you're gonna lead you to lead you to some dark paths dark places uh-huh yeah you know? places you don't want to go and places you don't need to go right physically and mentally right physically and mentally right mentally it beats you up yeah it's just it's no good yeah. no, no good for the body right and it's weird like you know like you can tell yourself that like like you know all that stuff right but then all of a sudden you know there are times it's just it's a it's a hard it's a crazy thing right because it's playing with like your brain and i feel like the brain's like the mind is just great i think it's so cool yeah for sure uh, but it's powerful right i mean to get Super you to powerful. repeatedly do something you know is bad for you yeah right again it's like the it's the yeah absolutely so powerful right. you think right. about it like that like you know it's not not beneficial right but then you still go and find yourself down that path yeah but yeah again the the patience game right patience game yeah yeah and like getting like wanting to be better you got to want to change yeah which i feel like that shift is which i'm glad also just feel like sound i don't know like per- 
praying to God like he can take that urge to want that urge to want a drink out of me. Mm -hmm. I've seen a couple clips on it and just been trying to do that and see what happens. Hmm. I guess that's kind of one of my main focuses is trying to clean up my life. Yeah. And then see see what happens yeah have you read uh jordan peterson's 12 rules for life are you familiar with him at all i'm uh familiar with jordan peterson i i've dabbled a little bit in that book i've looked up some of his speeches on youtube yeah um have you read the book yeah, yeah. what do you think of that one i really enjoyed it yeah 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 what would you say your top <clears throat> book is uh hard answer um that one I really enjoyed, um, from like, a a river runs through it. I talk quite a bit. I really enjoyed that one. Um, there's a ton of them, man. I could yeah. go on. Right. But, um, the, the 12 rules for life, the, what that speaks to is basically make your own bed, right? Like fix your own life, yeah. work on the little things. And it's all about momentum, right? Yeah. Like if you, you know, you're going to do one thing, right. Start the day off, right. Make your bed. Um, and, and, and that'll carry on in the rest of your life. But also before you go out and try to solve the world's problems, focus on yourself right yeah like, let's pick yourself up from the bootstraps and, and get rolling versus you yeah before you go to try to solve the world like let's yeah. work on the little things exactly right? yeah like the small steps day after day right positive little steps they, yeah they don't you don't see a big dramatic or drastic like it's the, the the compound of the positive movement days mm-hmm. that lead For to sure. where all of a sudden you wake up three months later and you're like wow i was consistent Right. I was consistent for three months and look where, look where I am. Yeah. Or like, you know, it could go the other way. Mm-hmm. I was consistent on these bad actions and doing, making bad choices. Look where I am. Right. Right. Comes down to daily choices. I'm realizing. Yeah. Daily pot. Yeah. Daily choices and where kind of decisions can affect your future. Yeah. But I do think, like I said, I think, uh, going it alone is hard for sure like if you've again you're trying to work through some things like having a friend or somebody to talk about it with yeah for sure and be an accountability partner or whatever right like Uh i think there's some huge benefit there that's why just even like coming on and talking about it with you you know like keeps me accountable somewhat like you know like letting people know i'm trying to improve like right that i I do want to live a healthier lifestyle so i'm gonna start saying like a new sheriff in town there's a new sheriff in town i hmm. i want to be a new sheriff there want a new sheriff in town for my life mm-hmm. and that's wants to be positivity not falling into the trap of right yeah keep fumbling and stumbling yeah no you're doing life. good it's it's obviously not easy to talk about right like hey like look at here's a, a thing i'm struggling with i'm going to share that with people it's not easy right no yeah um but I do, I, like, when you're saying that, like, I feel like I can feel this thing where it's, like, the it, it, almost the, the further down a hole you go, the higher you can come back up, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I like that. Like, if you, again, whether that's helping youth hockey players or whatever it is, or just being a good friend, yeah. right? being a good brother or whatever, like, mm-hmm. whatever that is, it's almost like I think I think the more you can realize I'm flawed the more that you can help yeah. on the other side or the more that you go down potentially is like, now you can be a voice of reason and be on the yeah. other end and be like, guys, I see the path you're going down. I've been there. 
Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. Let me tell you about what I went through. Uh-huh. You know, right? Exactly. Whereas if you didn't have that, you, you can't see you can't that. that. Yeah. yeah. Like I could, I could probably, I feel like I could see if someone like I knew close to me is going down a bad path or like mm-hmm. getting into that, like, and you can be that voice like, Hey, like, no, not worth it. Right. Like try stick it. I mean, the more you do that stuff, the, the deeper you get into it, the harder it is to get out, you know? Yeah. Same thing for like, like you're drinking, you know? Right. If you go deep down the rabbit hole, it can be harder. But if you can cut it, get into somebody's mind early, like before they go many years. Yeah. But again, it's not, it's, it's almost like, uh, if you just said no, and you're not coming from a place of history, it almost doesn't carry as much weight. Compared yeah. to like you being like, guys, no, and here's why. Let me tell you yeah. a story. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like I, I have experiences like right. Well, large sample size and the beneficial samples of things getting better are zero. Right. So you got a big scale you're going against here. Right. Negativity. Yeah, just not. I would say, yeah, I like that where you say go deep in the hole, and but you can recover and be a voice. Right. Help people out, hopefully. Right. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> it feels that way. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, I've debated that within, I don't know, I have this, I, I've talked about a lot in here, like I have this strong interest for, like I'm, I'm uh, taking some classes locally in psychology yeah. uh, and have the strong interest in that. And I've wondered with that, it feels like there's this element of like, unless you have had your own personal struggles, it's hard for you to like help somebody through theirs or something like that. Yeah. And that's not universally true. Right. But it just feels well, like yeah, there's an I, element of truth there. Yeah. Uh, I would say there is an element of truth to that. And like the same is true for you. Right. Yeah. It feels like that. Yeah. Like looking back or just all the experiences, a lot of experiences can just lead to, I don't know, like lessons in life. Mm-hmm. Just going through new things and yeah, I, I like that what you just said there. Right. That's what came to me. Like when you're telling that story, and then you're like, yeah, that's what's shown to me is like, again, it's like a lot of times maybe I like to do this is say like because it fits or it feels good or whatever, but like, hey, there's a reason you went through that, you know, yeah. because it leads to some other place. Uh huh. Yeah. Like another thing, like, my end like about talking like in the future like i guess one of my main goals is trying to just you know clean up my lifestyle yeah and then i feel like if you can that's like a big thing to focus on mm-hmm. and then if you can bear down and win that battle start focusing it might open doors to new opportunities and if you just keep working on improving and trying to be better mm-hmm. who knows you never know. That's the cool thing about life. You never know where you're going to be in. Right. A lot can happen in a month. A lot can happen in a year, five years. Yeah. No, if you can, if you can, uh, clean up your own lifestyle and get yourself to a healthy yeah. place, you can reach back in and pull somebody else out too, right? Yeah. It's going down dark path or and whatever. And just, right? if you get in that healthy mode of life, living that healthy lifestyle, you can dive into much things quicker and be more efficient than if you're still jacking around and right. you know doing stuff that's not beneficial yeah to your body mental state right 
so hmm. it's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of cool. It's mm-hmm. exciting to me. Like I could have a takeaway. I don't know what your thoughts are on this is like the reason you need to, um, stick to it is so that you can be that person to help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's bigger than you. Yeah. It's bigger. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and now when you're like, you've got this fork in the road of like, Hey, which path do I go down now? Now it's not just you. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Like now you're doing it for you and everybody else. Even Yeah. Even just talking about it, like too, even on here, you know, like, like, like it holds me accountable and it's like, what path do you want to go down? You're, like, I mean, time keeps ticking along. Like, before you know it, four years, like, where do you want to, you got to really start thinking. Right. What path do you want to go down? Yeah. And I know the path I want to go down. Right. And I just, I have to bear down to win the battle. Yeah. When I quit smoking, I, I talked about how, maybe on here or before we got on, but I, I smoked for a while, but I read the Easy Way to Stop Smoking book, and that helped me quit. Yeah. Is one of the things they have you do. The, many things uh they essentially make you realize that smoking you don't enjoy it like if you really sit down and think about it like no i don't enjoy this um they also make you that you think that it relieves your stress but yeah. in reality it's like wearing too tight of a shoe because it feels good to take it off yeah or banging your head against the wall because it feels good to stop right yeah but also they uh, either way it brainwashed me i don't care it made me quit right yeah I'm happy for that. but anyways what i'm trying to say is that part of that is it says part of it is like, if you have this cigarette, this is a $10,000 cigarette or a hundred thousand dollar cigarette or whatever. Yeah. Right. Because it's like that a, the cost of doing this forever, because you know, you're back to being a smoker, but the health consequences and whatever, right. Yep. Is like, will you pay a hundred thousand dollars for that cigarette? Either way, I, I felt the correlation between you and again saying, Hey, you're now back at this place of like, Hey, I know this is bad for me, but you know, here's where I'm at. Yep. You know, I mean, I have a, had a bad day and I want to reach for that or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, is like is the is the ticket out of that knowing that like you it's you plus a thousand people because you can go out and help a thousand people yeah it, yeah it's it, a good way to look at it you know what i mean so it's yeah. like where are you and a thousand people gonna go are yeah you going on this path or this path yeah. and i feel like that could give you a thing and be like no, no that's cool i like that yeah i don't know if that that, no, that, yeah. that resonates with me yeah. that, that resonates with me too yeah. that's you know that's that could help you in a tough time, you know, right? Like say you, you're under pressure, you're in that moment, like, okay, maybe I should go pick some stuff up or right. maybe like any, like any thought, like even sometimes, you know, like I'm not perfect. You do, you do lose, you lose some battles, but mm-hmm. trying to win the more, more battles, mm-hmm. but like there's been even, you know, small victories, like where you think of like late, like sometimes I like, weigh the pros and cons, like, mm-hmm okay, what's the pros and cons of this decision mm-hmm. that I'm about to go do? Right. And I mapped out and there's like all cons. Right. I was like, oh, okay, no, <laughs> I won't go, I won't go do this. <laughs> yeah. And like stuff like that, like even like having that thought, like, okay, you could even help a thousand people go down the correct path or are you going to maybe let them down and go right. do this short term, temporary catch a little buzz. Right short term wake up right not excited yeah for sure there's more to life than that yeah i do think that that again from the outside looking in it seems like there's some way that like having that bigger purpose is a huge part of that huge part and 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 that doesn't have to be like literally helping people not uh, you know, not have issues with alcohol. That could be being a coach or whatever. Right. Yeah. But maybe that's all part of it. Like the many, many layers of it. I don't know. It just feels like that. That's like 
you're doing it for more than just you and it's that that can get you through that time i don't know i just know yeah. for sure that that would uh that's that even like would come back to you know how i say like i'd like getting into coaching and like helping people right like who knows that could maybe spiral a thing into that direction mm-hmm. helping people you know stay stay sober right yeah absolutely for sure yeah because you just know like that's it's just going to benefit them because like i don't know the risk like the percentage of like stuff like okay if you can control it you okay you go have a good time you loosen up you feel a little more but like the percentage is all of a sudden ruining someone's life that's just the percentage is too high where Mm -hmm. it could happen to someone you know right yeah, it's either neutral or negative. Yeah, it's neutral almost. or negative. There's no right. positive. Right. Right. So it's like you gotta, yeah, think about it. Yeah. What would that look like? Would you? Is there? I mean, like, be like a sobriety counselor or something like that. Like, does that sound exciting or anything? Or more, more of just like on a friendship level. Like, if, like I'm saying, like, say you get, you know, we're working. Yeah, through this, I, I don't know. I don't really know. Like, I'm. If you're saying like if I was to like hopefully try to help people. Yeah, like if you were to help people, would you? Is it more exciting the thought of like going to school, becoming a psychologist, becoming a, a sobriety or an addictive addiction counselor or something like that? Um, or is it more just like living a lifestyle, putting a message out there and just through interactions of, of your daily life and whatever? <laughs> right now I'd say probably like just the interactions and spreading a message, okay. spreading from just word of mouth, I guess. Right. But who knows? You never know. That's the thing. Like, you never really know where your past going to go. Like you never know. I, like a lot can happen in five years. Mm-hmm. I still feel like really young and I have, have a lot to learn. And, but yeah, I, I still got to win. I got to win my battle first. You know I mean? It's mm-hmm. a never ending battle. Right. But yeah, who knows? I don't really know what, if, if, if something does come from it, I don't know what path I would take on that, I guess. Yeah. The, I have a, a strong interest in psychology. So that's why I was asking that question yeah. just cause I'm just, it's fascinating. Psychology me. is fascinating. I'm read like reading up more about it too as well. Right. It's just, yeah. Interesting how like thing humans work in certain situations and yeah, it's cool actually. Right. Right. Have you watched, I think it's called Stutz on Netflix. S T U T Z. Stutz? No. Yeah. It's a documentary. Jonah Hill. You familiar with the actor Jonah Hill? Yeah. yeah. He made a documentary about his therapist. Okay. Um, and it's pretty cool. His therapist has these different like uh, ways of looking at the world, and he and he puts them in picture form to help you work through this. Uh, and he basically says things like, "There's three absolutes to life." Uh, I forget what it is. Like, um man, I'd have to go back and watch it again, but like time, there might be an element of time, but it's like pain and suffering is unavoidable. Yeah. Uh, like that just is life basically. Um, and that he talks through a lot of like the, the fear of what other people think about you. Again, I, I'm really almost pulling my straws here now, but either way it was a pretty, uh, engaging and powerful documentary. I'm curious what you think about it. If yeah. You watch I gotta it. go check that out. Yeah. What, what's Stutz, that called again? S-T-U-T-Z. Cause the guy's name is Phil Stutz. I should write that down. Um, that sounds something like I'd be interested in watching. Yeah. Stutz. And he's got, he's got different, uh, like a, a overarching theme of, of what's universal things that are, ways to work through this things of how yeah how you approach the world all that kind of stuff but pretty interesting yeah 
no, it sounds cool. It's uh, yeah, it's a big thing. Like fear of other people's opinions. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I mean, uh, yeah, <clears throat> definitely guilty of that. Like just, but it, try get that, eliminate that out of your live much freely. If you can get over that fear. Right. Right. And he called it like a, uh, one of the big things is again, these universal truths, but also like, ah, oh, man, concept X, something about that, where it's like, whatever this is, is like the, a big struggle in life. And that's what tries to keep you in your bubble. As soon as you try to go outside your bubble, it tells you, no, you're not good enough. You need to go back to where yeah. you're from, whatever. Right. Yeah. And that whole thing, I feel like could almost apply to like your hockey person yeah. as well. Right. Yeah. Of like, as soon as I was you try actually, to, I was yeah i was kind of thinking along like that roads you know like mentally you know like you go outside your bubble and then you're trying to get shoved back in like no right. you're not you can like beat you down but yeah if you think you can yeah, that's where you got to power through mentally and know where you can yeah even like you picture this and i i've had this happen in different sales roles or have people explain this to me in different sales roles but within the world of hockey like if you picture yourself as a one goal a game which is probably super amazing right but or a a goal every other game scorer um that if you score three now you're gonna actually score less over the next games because you like again that's your bubble trying to get you back into where you think that you should be you know yeah um, in, in the sales world, it was uh, when I sold vehicles out in Dickinson, North Dakota for Saks Motors, uh, Chevy and Cadillac dealership. And the, we had these trainers come in a lot of times. I, I don't know. They were okay. But anyways, one of the things the guy said that actually made sense to me is like in the world of selling vehicles, it's all about how many cars you sell in a month. Right. Yeah. Like that's what a lot of your commission is based off of and stuff like that. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, and a lot of people are like, Hey, how many cars you sell a month? And that's what they're set at. They believe they're a 10 car a month salesperson, an 18 car a month salesperson. Yeah. So on average, if that 10 car a month salesperson goes out and sells 18, the next month they're going to sell four. Yeah. Right. Cause they, that's their head getting back into yeah. that. Hey, this is where I am. I need to go back to my comfort zone. Yeah. Whereas if you can like be aware of that and work through that, you're like, no, I'm an 18 car a month salesperson. Yeah. I really break through that. Uh-huh. I feel like that's applicable. Same deal to the, the hockey world. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Basically just repeatedly tell it like I've seen like or heard people writing like notes on the their mirror and stuff. Just yeah. like saying like what they're gonna be. Right. Like, just basically repeating it in your almost like speaking it into existence. Yeah. And it, even that there's some uh, David Goggins was on uh, Chris Williamson's podcast, the modern wisdom podcast. They were talking about that, how like some of that can be misleading. Like, Hey, if you write, I'm fit on the mirror every day, but you never do anything. You're not fit. Right. Yeah. Um, like motivation comes Definitely from continuously, um, following through on what you say you're going to do, Yeah. but also just still working through that mentally is still hugely beneficial. I think. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. Um, you gotta, yeah. I feel like once, if you get like, uh, say you get, you get like a goal or something or something you want to get done. I feel like, like also like naturally, like, I don't know, you just start doing things towards that goal. Mm-hmm. Just like unconsciously, I guess. Right. For sure. You're just kind of just doing, just kind of doing what you need to do. Yeah. Right. That's a good, I feel like that's like fun stage to be in. Yeah. Absolutely. You kind of also need to look back in your day. You're like, wow, I was just kind of doing. Mm-hmm wasn't really thinking overthinking too much as it's kind of doing right right and the uh thinking about that yeah if you have that goal you're going to make those choices and like you said life is the like the compound effect right those yeah. many many choices you make throughout the entire day is going to dictate how your day and your life goes right uh-huh um 
but yeah, having that set, like, what am I reaching for? Like even like a, like a bad decision, you know, like, or like a something else and it could step, you could be climbing, drop down mm-hmm. just from like a, th- a five second decision that also an oh, has negatively affected me. Right. Right. And now I'm back. Yeah. Be able to shake things off. Yeah. Just another, or just thinking like drinking every time you go back to it and just, it just reminds me like that's not for me. Right. Cause it's just, Oh, another thing. Like it's like, Whoa. Okay. Sign after sign. Mm-hmm. But then you, yeah, you, it's just a, it's a, it's a gnarly one. It's an early one. Yeah. Right. It's a, and again, we'll, we'll talk afterwards and we'll have you listen to this and we'll decide if we want to release it. I, I think it can help people for sure. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm comfortable talking about it. I mean, it's happened like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's happened. It's part of my life. Right. Yeah. Just not, yeah, no, spread, just really give my opinion on it and that it's, yeah, not, not anything looking into. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Get yourself in a good place and reach back and pull other people out. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have, and you feel so inclined, share this podcast with your friends Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and give us some feedback with a review. Until next time, thank you.